Welcome into the boardroom, Weagle's premier all-sports talk show. If you care about the sport, we talk about it. From Auburn football to the English Premier League, we discuss it all. Now sit back and relax, because the boardroom is now in session. And welcome back into the boardroom, everybody. Today is Thursday, January 25th, 2024, and this session of the boardroom is now in session. But yes, we are back once again. Griggs Blankberg, Connor Greenberg, Nelson Early, and Kyle Davis. We're back for another edition. Tough Tough, time, tough times last night, but I guess we'll just get right into it. Kyle, you want to take us a little bit across the state? We will. First, we're going to stay in Auburn, though. Last Saturday, we played against Ole Miss at home with an 82-59 to emphatic win to go 5-0 and in the SEC, take the solo lead. Um, it was a good day. It was a real good day. Last night, less good. Had less fun last night. Um, tough loss. 79-75 loss in Tuscaloosa. Here, here's the big, here was the difference. We shot 20% from three, 5 for 25, and they shot 36.7% from three, 11 for 30. I think the biggest losses for us were our poor shooting, which I think can be attributed to our first tough emotional road game, and then just how well they shot on us. Their pressure defense is great. I don't know, what do y'all think? Um, it's kind of like last year, uh, our losses, uh, excluding Baylor, because that was a shootout in the Pentagon and, uh, South Dakota. Um, App State and Alabama, both very close losses on the road, very emotional games. We just were not able to shoot the ball from three at all. Our shot selection was not very good. Um, some of these threes that went in were kind of prayers. I mean, Jani Broom hit a three in the dark. When he ever hit that, I was like, "Thumbs up," because we're shooting the ball good with a start, but when the lights come on, it's gonna be a whole other story. And it was, um, if we if we just shot maybe two more threes, had two or three calls go our way, um, and then you know rebounded the ball a little bit better, that's an easy win. Uh, not our best game. They played well. Props to them, but we did not play our best game at all. Yeah, I mean, this is this is becoming a. Uh an unfortunate pattern I think over the last three years of Auburn where we're just going to have two or three maybe even more road games a year we just cannot hit a shot and at some point I'd like us to just stop shooting threes and get the ball inside the paint to the guy who's got 25 and 14 um but just really frustrating I mean we we started the game so hot and then the, the delays and stuff what a, what a joke of a building that is um it, it just felt like we missed our opportunities, and and one of the things we've been getting out rebounded for a long stretch of games now, pretty much since conference play started. Felt like they had so many killer offensive rebounds where you get a defensive rebound, you close that possession out, you go get a, a bucket, and the to- the momentum totally changes. But um, the you know our guards really don't rebound the ball well. They didn't at all last night, and uh, you know Mark Sears had five. It just it felt like we missed a couple key rebounds that um, in a four point game. You know, you can you can criticize a lot of things. Obviously, the three point shooting, but um, in a four point game, the, just getting out rebounded and losing a couple, giving them a couple second chance points on on the defensive end at home, you just you can't do that against good teams on the road. And listen, uh, Alabama's unranked, but all the metrics and the computers have them as a clear top ten team. They're good. We're better, but they played better than us last night. Um, super frustrating that that's the one that we lose. But I think we all saw a loss coming with this team. You're, you're not going to run through the SEC undefeated. It's just the, the league is too good at the, at the top. 
it's just the fact that also just like it's so hard to win on the road in this conference. Kind of going off what you're saying, it's like almost impossible to go undefeated here. I mean, Kentucky tried back in what was that 2012, 2014. Yeah, they were. Uh, right? It was like the, the they AD were. Then they lost to Wisconsin. No, no, it was uh, it was the Carl okay. Anthony Towns. Oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. twenty fourteen when right? Booker came off the bench. Oh no, it was fifteen. It, it was fifteen. Yeah, the school the from Durham. White season it was the blue white season. Where they played the blue 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 team and the white team. Nope, never mind. That's not John Wall. Um, like no, the, no, that was not right? John. No, that was not John Wall. They no, were John a two Wall. seed. No, it that was year. it was Cat and um, I remember because they they beat Wake. That was the two. They had six lottery picks on that roster. They lost to Frank Kaminsky. In the final four, beast. I remember I knew. I can't remember who I knew. They asked. They gave Frank Kaminsky twenty dollars to talk about the national championship game on camera. He just said it. It was bad, and he just took the money and left. So, <laughs> I would agree with. Frank. I, I agree. I, I agree. agree. But yeah, going off what I, we were just talking about, just it's so hard to win on the road in this conference. I mean, look what just happened last two nights ago as well. I mean, South Carolina beating number six Kentucky at it was a rowdy life was, arena. They too. destroyed them. It was crazy. Like that was like. It was more likely Alabama was going to be Auburn than that result there because that was crazy. I mean, credit to Lamont Paris. I mean, we were there last year. There was not much of any atmosphere in there from South Carolina fans. I mean, I get it was Kentucky. I get people were going to show up. But still, I was did not expect that from the Gamecocks, especially showing that. So, like, I really need to see what Tennessee is going to do on the road before I can – right well, now I still think they're the favorite to win the conference. They Tennessee lost in Starkville, which is where we play next. That is yeah, true. They're, that is, they're, they're kind of whole identity – uh, has also been their offense kind of goes down the gutter on the road. And when they're a very, very slow-paced defensive, which is why I'm mad we're playing them on the road again this year, we we do play very well, especially at home against Rick Barnes. They can't beat us in Neville. And we just can't beat them. And in, we can't beat them. Well, we have – Well, we remember have, last year with last a team was, that with a huge talent deficiency, we were a blown call at the end of that game from, last from year having was close. a three-point. And then I think the Final Four team won – in Knoxville, and a 2019 team also won in Knoxville. So there was precedent there that we were able to beat them. I just think if, if, if our shooting could travel, we could do – and our defense does travel. That's one thing it does do. I mean, it, our shooting could – could not even the same way you're at home. If it could just be half as good. Shoot 30%. That's all it needs. 30. And we yeah, average just, like just 37 or 36. Yeah. Like, just shoot 30. But the, the, the good thing I will say is, like, when you need to win games in March – it's not the offensive end. You win games by defense. Uh, and I know the, the Virginia basketball haters don't want to hear that, but you have to play the defensive end. And if you had told me last night before the game started we would only give up 79 points to the number one or number two offense in the country, I would have taken that and said we probably won by 10. It's just also the fact of, like, you have to know when you're not hot. I get they were getting open yeah, looks they and don't, stuff. but they you, don't change the game plan. They, it's infuriating. You need to realize that. It's like, okay, one for ten going into the half. Your one three was the first play of the game, with Janai Broom hitting a three with the lights off. But so that our, means our starters made two three. I think I saw something. It was like our main three point shooters went it, like one for sixteen. Yeah, one for nineteen. One for nineteen. Denver yeah. Jones one for five. Aiden Holloway zero oh for five. Jay Will zero oh for three. Uh, CBM zero oh for two. Katie Johnson zero oh for four. And we still only lost by four. Stop shooting. Yeah, that's th- that's the crazy part. That's what that's what gives me hope if we can figure out something to do there. Because again. Only losing by four after shooting five of twenty-five from three is the problem. Is is yes, but that might happen one game in March. And if anything is, and I mean in the final four run, stars aligned that we were able to shoot the lights out in every game we played, even the games where we lost. I I, I don't think this team's good enough, and it's in Bruce's identity to say to them to keep shooting. I don't think they're good enough of actual shooters to be able to give the free reins to. 
Yeah, they're not they're and, not shooters that are going to shoot out of a slump mid game. Like the elite shooters, like the Jared Harpers, the Bryce Browns, those guys can start 0 for four, but go in the second half and they can shoot themselves out of the slump. Like they are pure shooters. Aiden Holloway is probably the the closest thing there him is. Him and Denver. And him and Denver. Denver doesn't get the ball enough, and Aiden takes his shot selection. Yeah, isn't they're, good. they're not taking good shots either. Like they don't run an offense that's designed to take open, good, uncontested threes. Like they could put, they could run a sides action and have Janai and Jay Will on the elbows, just setting picks for Denver and Chad Baker Mazzara and getting them open threes. And that's not what they run. That's fine. But this offense, especially on the road when you're not shooting well is designed to get the ball to number four, number two, in the low the low post, and letting them go to work. It was working last night with, with Janai. Mm-hmm. Janai had like 25. Janai had 25-14. Easy. And he missed a couple bunnies. It, yeah, it was a it was I mean, very it was a very quiet, quiet 25-2. Yeah, like, when you're shooting 20% from three, you go to your best player, who most games is Janai Broom, and you give him the rock. I mean, he literally can only go left, and they couldn't stop him. And as much as that's on the guards to get him the ball, it's also on Bruce to say, guys, get the ball to four. Yeah, I think there's also a point we got to talk about the decision-making. I get switches and changes and all that, but there is no earthly world where Leo Berman should be guarding Mark Sears. They're no, and they were absolutely over, not. They, they were, were over-switching on every screen at the top of the key to where pretty much any time Mark Sears wanted to be guarded by Janai or Dylan Carwell, he got that switch and took him to the paint. Well, I think that's a feature of our our defense rather than like our switching. And, I, and, the and, biggest fan. I think it, I think it's crucial for our defense to work. It was just in, in those mitch mess. Yeah, the because of how much faster us against Alabama is not a good matchup for us. Yeah, because the they play so much faster. It's, you have to it's, adjust. It's, 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 we should. Yes, is I think our switching does work with ninety percent teams right, in the country. Hundred percent. The, the teams where it doesn't work, where they have guys getting downhill quick, make like adjustments. Alabama does. Exactly, and make I think I think we had, didn't do that. And one can pray, one can hope that this game showed Bruce and the coaches that that's an adjustment we, you might need to make. When we should have dropped into a zone, arises. hundred yeah, percent, hundred percent. Which also just shows to just show like kind of like Nate Oates. Like Nate Oates, people don't want to hear it. Nate Oates is a good coach. He's gonna he will turn Louisville around next year. <laughs> one or, could help. or 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 or, uh, or Michigan. One can help, but the thing is, is that he. I mean, Nate. Nate knows the style of play and the type of game that they need to win, and that's what they played last night. That's the only way they could have won, and they did it, and they won. And he used these things; they're called timeouts, where you don't have to wait <laughs> till four minutes go off the clock every time to use one. Not not using one. I mean, listen, we came back. Like I we mean, had yeah. the lead in the second half, but the stretch with like a minute thirty to go in the first half. Nelson and I were talking about this today. We were down nine, and it was the most obvious. Like guys, with two minutes left, call a timeout. Let's regroup. That nine-point lead stretching to 14 at the end of the first half, that's a five-point swing in a minute and a half at the end of the half. We lost by four. I think one yep. thing also changed the game. When Nate calls a timeout, I think two minutes into the second half, when all, we ha- we go on like a six-point right. run. You stopped the bleeding early. And we were down like two. Nate calls that timeout, and like that changed. like Because if it was on us and we were getting scored against, it would keep going for a little a couple more minutes. If, like, if Bruce wants to make if, – if Auburn wants to make another final, another final four, Bruce has to coach his butt off. In every game, and showcase, he, and thing is, these aren't like tough decisions to make. These no, are kind of it's not. painfully obvious ones. It's, it's, that it's his assistants, stubborn. that it's his assistants stubborn. are begging him to make in the LSU game when they went on a twenty-one to two run. Me and Connor saw and Chris are with our own eyes. Uh, Pruitt and Williams and even Little Pearl, Stephen, like tapping on him, like say timeout, 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 and him not listening. And on and we we went from a twenty-eight point lead to a nine-point lead. 
people say all the time, it's like, yes, Bruce bought us back from the grave of the basketball program. He deserves all of his flowers. But we're paying him the money to go and win and to coach his best and to not be stubborn, to listen to his assistants. It's about time he just. Yeah, it, it, for me, so just a couple stats I found. This was not our worst game on the metrics that we've called out, right? Three-point shooting is our third worst. Shot worst against Appalachian State and Virginia Tech. And turnovers looked, like, given at the eye test, I was like, man, it's a lot of turnovers. But not even close to our worst game. We only ended with it's 11. It's the timing. It's the yep. timing of that stuff. Well, like and I said at the end of the first half, it's the timing of that run. There are things off paper that, like, the momentum and the, the certain plays, like the offensive rebounds, like, oh, you think of one offensive rebound? It's the timing of that stuff that just killed them. And they cashed in on pretty much every turnover. Yeah, and with that, we're going to go into our first break. When we come back, we're going to preview the NFL Championship Series this weekend, the AFC and NFC Championship. So do not go anywhere. You're listening to The Boardroom on Weagle 91.1 FM. And welcome back into The Boardroom, everybody. You're hanging out again with Griggs, Connor, Kyle, and Nelson. Last segment, we talked about Auburn basketball and the disappointment we had from last night's game in Tuscaloosa versus the Crimson Tide. But now we transition to an entirely different thing. We are talking about the NFC and AFC change. Kyle, I imagine we're going to start first with the AFC since that's the first game. Are we going in chronological? Yep, that's good. Going to shake up the show a little bit. We're going to do the pickums right now. Oh, wow. We're going to do the pickums now just for the NFL. Because okay. we're going to be talking about these games. Might as well go ahead and give our picks. Well, let's talk about the game yeah. in its entirety. Let's savor the moment here. Amen. This is our last time picking more than one football game in the existence of the boardroom in this studio. Wow. Isn't that sad? What's wrong with I'm the Pro Bowl games? Oh, Pro Bowl. That's like <laughs> one game. That's one game. The Cancun Bowl. Shout out to the Dallas Cowboys being the Eagles. <laughs> Shut up. Could, could happen. Here we go. First game. Two o'clock. Chiefs at the Ravens in Baltimore. Baltimore's favored by four points. Could, could have a push here. Uh, this is a tough one. I don't know if it's tough. You don't think so? I don't think it's tough at all. Wow. I don't think it's tough um, either. Oh, really? I, I mean, just based off, I mean, we're not even just going off of, uh, you know, the players on each roster. We're going off vibes, okay? And, gentlemen, we've, we've been suffering for far too long. For far too long, we've had pants to the, uh, to the press box. We've had a hearts and bare-chested beer chugs on TV constantly. There's one man. There's one man, our knight in shining armor, who can save us from a Taylor Swift Super Bowl for the second year in a row. That's Lamar Jackson. I'm Ryan with Lamar. Let's go, Johnny. Uh, we, we only had, last week, talking about the Chiefs-Bills, we only had 10 words. Kyle only gave us 10 words to pick that one. We didn't have a lot of time for that. Um, but I believe I said something like, in the playoffs, Chiefs own the Bills. <laughs> in the playoffs, Patrick Mahomes owns pretty much everybody. Except Joe. Or him and but Joe he, split it. Yeah, but this dude, I, I mean, we're, we're, we're two wins away this year from Tom Brady being on the hot seat. Legitimately. I, I refuse to bet against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I don't. The Ravens are by far more talented, much better defense. Crazy after the last three, four years to say the Ravens finally had better weapons than the Chiefs because Lamar's the big thing is, like, they have not gotten Lamar any help. Zay Flowers has been great. Mark Andrews might be coming back, but Isaiah likely has been really good for them too. Um, obviously they have Odell who's washed, but, you know, could be good for a couple plays a game. Uh, Bateman's good. 
I, I just I, I there's something something about Mahomes. Um something about Mahomes, something about Andy Reid in the playoffs. And uh Imagine getting rid of Andy Reid. I Ugh. like my my head wants to say the Ravens are the better team. Ravens are gonna win this game, but I, I will not pick against Mahomes in the playoffs. The the Chiefs are just that good. So we like stats on this show, right? We're big we're big analytical guys. Love it. Love, Love it. them. Love them. So this is from Warren Sharp. Uh it was a fascinating decision to put Sean Smith, the head referee for the Chiefs-Ravens game, on the Chiefs game. The last three years, with other refs, home teams win 55.9% of the times. But with Smith, home win rates dropped to 40.8%. Wow. With other refs, home teams cover the spread 50.1% of the time, a little over half. But with Smith, home cover rates dropped to 37%. Also, how do road teams win so many games with Smith? Uh, Smith? He brings the example, false start penalties. The NFL averaged the last three years 4.6% more penalties on the, on the road team. Smith the last three years, get ready, 34.8% more penalties on the home team. Unbelievable. This goes into the conspiracy theory that they want a Script. massive rating boost Script. for the Super Bowl. Man, there, there is one thing that's going against us. It is the colors of the Super Bowl yeah, logo. Yeah, the logo is that's Niners. That's what I was about to say. The logo is, is that. Ravens. However, I do think the Chiefs are getting hot at the right time. It, the, it's so bizarre because they're not good. Like, we watch them all year like, dude, what is – It's like Alabama. Like, Alabama yeah. might not have the best now, year possible, question, but this yeah, is like the playoff. You watch them, and they were so unimpressive. They, beat, they lost They lost to Green Bay. Like, they, they've had – They've had so many games where you're like, and this is not the Chiefs. Kadarius Tony but, was out on against last like, Sunday, so that's probably a benefit for them. The Patrick Mahomes in six years has never not played in this game. That's insane. I have never seen my team win a playoff game. Patrick Mahomes has never not made the AFC Championship. As a starter. Yeah, the first year doesn't count. Yeah. Um, uh, Commander's legend, Alex Smith. I just, um, I just really want the Chiefs to lose because I want to see some of these Swifties on the timeline. Like realizing what it what it means to you know some of the Swifties are uh, getting sued now. You see that? Uh, yeah, the, the Swifties did dock someone today on Twitter. <laughs> just highly illegal in the United States, having a Canada, but still to be said. Um, I just think that the Baltimore for one week only will be deemed America's team. I think everybody America's team is playing in Detroit. I, I yeah. think I think every in the AFC at least. Wouldn't it be great to have a Detroit Baltimore Super Bowl? That would be that would be so chef's good. kiss. I feel like Baltimore kiss. Well, would run them out. Let's, I, feel let's, like, I feel like Baltimore would we run them can, out we of can, building. We'll discuss Niners lines in a second, but, but just remember the NFL kickoff this year, first game was Lions Chiefs, and the Lions won. And it's hard to beat a team That's twice. So it is hard to beat a team twice. You think they won't have to? Because uh, what's same thing for Baltimore? You know, hard um, to beat a team twice. But yeah, no, I'm gonna go. With the I Chiefs. think the I think the Ravens beat the Lions. Too. Brain and wallet say Chiefs. That's what I'm saying. Or no, they beat the Ravens. That? No, yeah. the Ravens beat the Lions. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to beat from the beginning twice. of the season. Yeah. I thought Chiefs. So, all right, Kyle. Um, so my thoughts. I've yet to pick here. I I'm I'm with dueling conspiracies. We want the Chiefs in for the ratings, and then we want the Ravens in for the logo. Which one holds more weight? Follow the money. Mm. Chiefs. Riding solo yet again. You boys will be <laughs> themed fools next week Listen, by me. I rode solo fools. with the Chiefs last week. Some people learn, and Nelson's going to Nelson's gonna hold strong. It's, called, it's, just, like, it's, it's called, just like the Iowa over. It, it, it's called holding to your morals. <laughs> see, 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 you three, if the entire world wanted to be me, immoral. I picked the Chiefs last week. I'm holding to my morals as well. Yeah, well, my well, my morals are strong. Well, I also I, if, really Captain, if I didn't have a sore throat, I would do my Mahomes. Uh, Captain America, 
uh, Lamar Jackson is going to just absolutely destroy this weekend. I'm calling it. Bucket. I think I also well I had the bills, but then Sean McDermott's like, you know what? This is a Disney movie. Let's put Demar Hamlin out there <laughs> for a fake <laughs> get him a touchdown. That's my comeback player of the year. So inspirational. Uh, but that was infuriating, especially as someone who said that the Bills would win Ooh, the Super Bowl wait a minute. of the year. Nelson, that just gave me this is gonna go a little off topic. Will Dave Canales bring Panthers legend Baker Mayfield to Carolina with him? Uh, the question Rejoined. is, though, Kyle, we have to go United. on to the next to- topic. Because <laughs> it has yet to be confirmed about the Panthers have hired Dave Canales. Some were saying one of the best offense coordinators in the NFL, but Kyle, I digress. <laughs> Quite literally on. no one is saying that. Connor, I'm pretty sure you— said that. I, oh, oh I saw some today on the Daily Trivia, though. The, now that the Lions have made an NFC Championship yes, game, can you guess which it's last us team— the Cowboys. No, it's actually you. That's a fun fact. The last most recent team to make the NFC Championship game, the longest tenure without one, is the Washington Commanders slash football team slash our words. <laughs> but, yeah, we were getting way off topic. Kyle. <laughs> we move forward <laughs> to 5.30 p.m. Sunday afternoon. The Detroit Lions venture to San Francisco to take on the Niners. America's team are plus seven. That boy Jared Goff, <laughs> Ja, Mir Gibbs, Amon Ross, St. King, and the one and only Daniel Campbell. Campbell, sorry. Campbell. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I saw uh, I saw something about Campbells earlier that got me distracted. They truly are America. I know I call Baltimore America's team. People are rooting for Baltimore because they don't like the Chiefs and Taylor Swift and Kelsey's. Uh, people are rooting for the, the Lions because they're a good story because of them. Team of Destiny. Okay. The Lions are a team of destiny. Detroit has had an all-time abysmal sports decade. Well, they did have a big win last night. They did have a big win last night against a certain NBA team. Uh, I digress. Um, <laughs> Detroit badly needs something good in their lives after a decade of misery and sorrow. The Lions, whether it's a smart move or not, will be picked by the one no one else in early. Give me the Lions. That's what I'm talking about. Kyle, does that mean you're going lines too, Kyle? I so let's let's backtrack here. The Lions beat the Chiefs first game of the season. Blew everybody's socks off. That's when we realized the Chiefs might be bad. And that the Lions might have a little something to them. A little dog in that lion, if I say so myself. Mm. Um There's no world in which you should pick the Lions here. <laughs> But I'm going to do it. I don't it. know. Not, uh, well, I mean, we're giving them seven yeah. points. We're giving them seven We're giving points. them seven. I mean. They've never made the I, Super Bowl. I've been riding the, with the Lions. Uh, you you boys will remember um, our, our fateful weekend in Baton Rouge amongst uh, uh, a weekend of, of chaos, some would say. Some would say. There, there are plenty of other stronger words to describe our weekend as well. There was, there was one group that, that just that rode, the, rode the storm with me. My nuclear missile whale play that weekend was the Detroit Lions. <laughs> And ever since then, I've been riding with the Lions, and they've made me some some money. So I will continue to ride with the Lions, not just because of of my of my success with them. I I think they might win this game. I think the Niners are cursed in the NFC Championship. Uh, so so I don't want to jinx it. But it's not it's not <laughs> even that. Kyle Shanahan has been known to lose games he should win, mm. and. You want to talk about a losing culture? Kyle Shanahan, Trent Williams, Chase Young. What, what do they all have in oh, common? Wow. Former oh. Washington football teamers 
They don't win. No one in Washington knows how to win. They uh, keep bringing. They keep bringing in players McVay. and coaches McVay. from a, from a losing culture, and you don't want to talk about winning culture. Ben Johnson on the Detroit Lions, future Commanders head coach. That's a guy who knows how to win. Total speculation. Total speculation. There's nothing confirmed yet. I'll be delusional. riding. He's not even done an interview yet. You're, you're delusional. He has in he's person. Done, he's done in person's where it matters. Uh, the Commanders flew to Detroit to have an in-person interview. With That's him actually illegal, according to NFL Bylaws. He came meet with the coaches in the arrest that man immediately. It's not. It literally happened. God, this guy knows no ball. Show me the facts. Bring show me many, the facts. Show me the car facts. Show me the car facts. I'm going to look up the rules during the next break. But, cool. but no, I think I want, my heart wants a Lions-Ravens Super Bowl. My Something that I did earlier in the season says Chiefs-49ers. But what's That's really going to happen— That Super Bowl it was so boring. It's going to be so basic. But what's going to happen— That was the Jimmy Garoppolo just— Legacy drive, legacy drive, legacy drive that he just, he was so bad. I remember that. But, I don't know, this 49ers team is really good. And guess what? They have, the Debo one is really concerning to me. Because I think if they get Debo back fully healthy, they can do this. Because George Kittle, AP All-Pro this year, phenomenal year. Brock needs someone else to throw to besides him. And McCaffrey's played really well as well this year. I Definitely, I think almost a shoe-in for Offensive Player of the Year. You could also say, you know, McCaffrey being a uh, former Carolina Panther. So it's kind of like the same argument Connor is saying. He's like getting out of a losing organization. I, w- I will <laughs> say, you talk about these two games compared to each other, right? We're talking about Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. Probably the two best players in the NFL versus Jared Goff and Brock Purdy. Jared Goff. Uh, Jared Goff. He's a top five quarterback. Yeah, don't it, slander. Don't Jared Goff. I mean, I'm not. participant. He's, he's a good quarterback, but I, I would be – Flabbergasted. Dog. dog. He's a dog. He's, I'll no, be he's no Drake May, guys. Watch if out the AFC team doesn't win the Super Bowl. But, no, I'm actually going to ride the NFC, I think, maybe. But I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think seven's a lot. They're at home. I don't know who – I don't really know. Trent Williams is really good, and I think that's going to be a big key for them. They just got too many guys. The 49ers win in a name-off. A name-off? Like name stars. Like uh, like, yeah. I mean, they're super talented, but I just – I think being at home this is a big Lions difference. team has an energy and a vibe that you rarely see in the NFL. It feels like a Michigan team almost. Like you it know, feels like they were like they're a college team with just all these guys that have have are having like the time of their lives playing football. And there's something I don't know. It's 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 hard to put into words, but there's just a feeling with the Lions that's unique in the NFL. Yeah, and with that, we're gonna head to our next break. When we come back, we have more. To discuss, Kyle's probably going to look that up, and then we're going to do, I think, a college basketball draft. We're going to draft our starting fives for this year, I believe. But so that's going to be what's coming up after the break. So do not go anywhere. Second half of the boardroom is coming up. You're listening to the boardroom on Weagle 91.1 FM. And welcome back into the boardroom, ladies and gentlemen. You're once again hanging out with Grace, Connor, Kyle, and Nelson. This segment, we're going to do a college basketball draft. So we're going to draft current players in college basketball. we got to make a starting five from it. And I think, should we throw in a head coach as well? Why not? We're going to throw in a head coach at the oh, end. Oh, so we're going to go snake here. Kyle, you want to give us the order? We random number generated. It worked out to where we are going in a circle. Nelson's going first, Greg's second, Connor third, and I'm last. And it comes back around. We're and how are, we, how, how, are we grading, how, how are we grading this draft for us this so, year? So we're going to – One each position. Yeah, so this this team will play play for you for two weeks. So for – no, 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 no. So three, right? Do three, do what? Just one? No, no, no. no. We'll do three weeks. Okay. We're gonna fine. do three weeks. So this team was gonna play for three weeks. We're gonna go off. 
I still haven't decided the metric. You're just going to want them to play really well on both ends of the floor. Yes. I'm going to have something that's entire game encompassing. Okay. Offensive and defense. So, not yes. just like there, there should be a vibe slash eye test. As that well. it, we, eh. we should be able – the boardroom, you know, we're honorable gentlemen. We should be able to evaluate each other's teams without bias. We can, we can, I mean, it's never going to happen. If you have Jay Will <laughs> and he had the week he like, had two weeks ago. I will whatever, also say, we have to know, this is a draft point. that Griggs has a first-round pick in. That's pretty rare. That is that's that's extremely rare. Well, what are you talking about? I had the number one overall pick this last year in the NFL, <laughs> right. second in NBA, first Nelson, in hockey. start us off. So, oh, wait, I locked down may, the may – I, May I propose just one other thing? Okay. How about we eat, pick up four players and a coach? The four players in each a stat category – so you can choose a person for points, a person for assists, a mm, person compli- for blocks. That's too complicated. It's, it'd be easier to keep I like, up with. I like starting. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but it, it shows less ball knowledge. You can just look up points per game. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Like, let's like just, let's just, let's just see where this takes us. Forget I said anything. Okay. It's live radio. Ever since I, 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 I locked down the first pick uh, a minute and a half ago, <laughs> I knew where my heart was set at. I think everyone in the room knows who I'm going to pick. Give me the Dylan reincarnation Carwell. of Yao Ming, <laughs> Zach Eady. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's a lot. That is a good pick. It's a, good, it's a lot. Griggs. It's tough because again, there's a lot of players who are playing well this year in, in college basketball. But I'm gonna go with Dalton Connect, Tennessee. I was hoping, good pick, I was good hoping pick. he would fall to is me. He a small, is he a small forward? Would you yeah, say? yeah okay. he's a three. We're n- positions do not matter. Was yeah, hoping was hoping Dalton Connect would make it to me. I think I'm gonna go with who should be ACC Player of the Year, R.J. Davis. That was who I was gonna that's pick. That's a really good, good, good pick. Good pick. Good pick. That's a really good. Pick. That was the one I was picking against. I feel. I feel like he could have fell through to uh, another round. You got guards winning March. Guards winning March. That's true. True. Speaking of guards, how about one with a hot hand right now? Reed Shepard from Kentucky. Ooh. I'm taking him solely first, off three points. First percentage. pick. Wow. That's a first, reach. That's a reach. That's a we'll move there, Cotton. Well, you forget. I get two in a row. That is true. It's tough again. I think I'm gonna have to come back to the SEC here, or stay in the SEC, I guess. Ah, it's so tough. I think I'm gonna go. You know, it pains me to say it, but I think I'm gonna have to take Mark Sears just because. Good in the pick. Guard. Good mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. Just, good I pick. mean, gotta do it. Good pick. Having two picks is hard. Mm. Mr. Greenberg. I'm. I'm Got a couple guys on the big board now. I don't want. I don't want to reach. This is you got to get good value here because I'm not gonna have a pick for a little bit. I think I got the guard play down. I don't like this guy at all. He bothers me watching him play. Oh, I know you're picking. Pick Grayson Allen. <laughs> I think I'm gonna take Hunter Dickinson. Mm. Perhaps a fraud watch, honestly. Yeah, the, I don't know about that. That's a, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough I like, one. I'm that's liking the R, the RJ ability to pick and pop though. With with R.J. Davis, bull strategy, Cotton. That is, that's, the yeah, that's form. a good. I, that's not a bad one. I like that. Um, uh, permission. Uh, oh man, this guy is at his top of his game. It's going to be hard. Um, I'm not going to do that one because it might be controversial. But I might keep it in. The SEC, technically, I'm gonna go with Wade Taylor the fourth. Wow, that's good a good pick. I yeah. thought he was gonna be a sleeper. Good pick. Um, I, thought, I thought I was gonna be able to get him late. Yeah. Uh, for my, what did he say? He's, yeah. For my third, the last pick of the second round, we're gonna go with a point guard. Point guard out of the Big Ten, which typically, typically is or a controversial. Guards go to die. 
Guard's going to die. But this man has been doing well. And he has beaten Zach Eady this year. Give me Boo Booey out of <laughs> Northwestern. <laughs> all, first team all name as well. Yeah, that's And then honors. for my second pick, uh, I have a big little sheet of names. Give me a man who tore up Auburn this year. Give me Jacoby Walter out of ba- yeah, uh, Baylor. A, that's a very good pick. Is he a two? Is he a two or three? I would give him a two. I would yeah. more of a two. So I have a one, two, and a five. I'm glad this guy fell to me right here because this guy has been good for very long. He's proven it for a long time. Former ACC Player of the Year, Armando Baycott. Mm, some might say he should be on an AARP membership right now. Yeah, some some some, some uh, are saying he should have had a job years. Some ago. are saying he's still putting up incredible numbers for, for the number five team in the nation, North Carolina. Number four team in the nation. Sorry, number three now, North Carolina Tar Heels. I'm going around to Baycott. Back to me. Uh, gonna go with a guy. If you don't watch ball, you don't know ball. You're not gonna know who this is. If you do watch ball, you should know Zach Eady is the clear front runner. This guy could easily be the two or three in the conversation. Jaden Ledee, San Diego State. Mm. I'm pretending like I know who that is. Good pick. Good pick. Good, good pick. job, Connor. Good pick. Good job. <laughs> yeah. He again. This is like y'all don't know balls. So that's fine. He's uh, he's averaging 21 and nine. He's one of the best players in the country. Fraud Mountain West. Well, uh, I mean, Mountain West na- might have more teams than the cha- ACC. In. National championship AC, participant. AC Frauds. Well, the Mountain West benefits from playing the Mountain West. But okay, my turn. Um, you know, it's tough. To see him on the board this long, I'm taking our boy Janai Broom. I think uh, after the Alabama yeah. game, yeah. we're just going to see more production. I mean, he scored 25 points. We're going to go back to that. I can't wait for Kyle to be coaching on the sidelines when Janai takes a mid range shot. It's going to oh, be great. It's going to be great. He has not taken many at all in a since CBM. The event. CBM is but taking Dylan over. Carwell took one. Oh God, did, that was into the shot clock. I'm gonna give him that. I don't ever want to see that again. In my yeah, that that was into the shot clock. All okay. right, I've got. Oh, oh, hey, oh wait, well, you got you got two. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Reaching. Okay. Um, going to the Big East here. I'm gonna take Xavion Lee. From where? Princeton. That's the Ivy League. That's the Ivy League, buddy. The Ivy League. My bad. Wow. I was a little good scared. Player, good team. I was a little scared he was gonna take my next pick. He's gonna round up my backcourt with RJ. One of my favorite players to watch in all basketball, dominated down the stretch for the national champions last year. I'm gonna go Tristan Newton good pick. out of UConn. Good pick. Good pick. Big played, pick here for Griggs. Played very well last year. Big pick here for Griggs. I was gonna I don't think Nelson's gonna take this guy, so I am gonna take this person. I can't he is this will technically round out my guard lineup, but I'm going to go with it. Mr. from the Kansas Jayhawks, Kevin McCuller Jr. Oh, I had him on my list. He's on my list. Good As pick. the shooting guard to round out my backcourt. That's a good pick. Yeah, I, w- I didn't have any uh, slot for him because I had my two, but he was on my Which, list. Um, my honorable mention will be said, but yeah. Dropping to him, uh, I'm going to pick. So I have so I have a three and a four left, and so I'm really just going to pick a guard and a forward because I really you can really you can be indistinguishable. Um, two These last two guys will be from the SEC. Uh, first guy, I'm surprised he hasn't been picked yet. Probably one of the best fours in the country. We'll be playing him on Saturday. He's a four in my eyes. Yeah, he's a four. I give it to him. A four. Tolo Smith. Yeah. For my for my him. four spot. And then for what we're rounding out, I believe he's tall enough to be considered a three. Uh, but I could also switch Joey Walter to the, to the three and it'd be okay. Out of the mighty LSU Tigers, give me Jordan Wright. Who who'd you have as your four? Tolo Smith. Okay. Permission to move Dalton to the four. 
That's oh all his, no. no, 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 no! He's a three or two. Hey, hey, there are no positions in this game. I mean, I mean, if we're if you want to, we I, I, if I you want to have Jalen Williams cook Dalton Connect because he doesn't play defense and he's at the four. That's you can you can coaching malpractice that one, Steve Forbes. Watch it. <laughs> um, okay, so if I'm not going to move, I'm going to keep it with the traditional lineup as people said. I hate it pains me to do this, but he is one of the best. Give me Kyle Filipowski from DOOK yeah, University. I mean, I was never actually going to take him, but he's a he's a a very good player. I'm trying to. I've got I've got two on my list here. One's more of a traditional four slots right into my lineup. One's a guard that I could I could stretch out. I think I know you're picking for that guard. I think I think I kind of have a. If you don't it's pick not, it, it's not Reese Beekman. I I, I, I love I, I love Reese Beekman. Why so much? You're a hater. You're you be a hater. No, I'm not. I love Reese Beekman so much. He deserves better. Um, I'm gonna go with a guy, another another non-power conference guy. Um, he be- I believe he's second in the Ken Palm Player of the Year race. Deron Holmes of Dayton. Mm. Big guys could drop twenty a game. Give me some boards too. And when Hunter Dickinson's floating around on the outside, he can get in the paint and go to work. All right, Kyle. Last pick, and then your coach. <sighs> I'm struggling. I, I'm having a tough time. You know, I don't have a real – I got a lot of point guards. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm going to be surprised if my honorable mention makes it all, makes it to honorable mentions. If you say Hunter Salas. No, I'm not going to say him, <laughs> no. Um, I'm, all right, I'm actually going to go to the Big East this time. <laughs> Seton Hall been a little hot. I'm going to take Jaden Bediaco. Okay, quickly. Co- a little height. That's not who quickly I coaches. Yeah, he has to start. Kyle's got to start. It's snake. Uh, coaches. Um, I'm gonna do. Do what? Go, go. Oh, and coaches, you're gonna be scored on wins. Okay. In this, so. Ooh, that. Ooh. Um, uh, that changes things. That changes a lot of things. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm going to take Matt Painter. I was gonna take Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, Connor. I mean, come on, guys. What What are we doing here? He's the best coach in college basketball. Shut up. 2019 Shut national up. champion. You're going to lose now. More Tony recently, Bennett. More we, recently lost to Wake Forest by 18 play, points. We play Louisville this weekend. <laughs> Louisville. But um, it's over three weeks. Louisville. That's true. We play Louisville. Notre, the ACC is awful. We have Louisville, <laughs> Notre Dame, like Clemson. Uh, yeah, we're fine. Didn't you already lose to Notre Dame? Yeah, but we get him at home this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, um, the longest home winning streak in the country. Uh, yeah. Bill Self. Uh, Rick Barnes. Right. Oh God! Ooh, they're gonna win. They're gonna, yeah, they're they're gonna win probably win. Bill Self and Rick Barnes. That's disgusting. That's an interesting. That painter was good. Safe. Pick. That, yeah. yeah. All right. That is going to do it for our draft. Let us know who you think you won. Respond to us on Twitter if you do feel so inclined. You can check out my Twitter to get those all our oh, usernames, God. the Griggs B. But when we come back, we got more to talk about. We're gonna figure out what we want to talk about, but we're gonna have more to talk about. So do not go anywhere. You're listening to the boardroom on Weagle 91.1 FM, yeah. <laughs> and we are back. Once again for the boardroom, our final segment of the show. Once again, Greg, Connor, Kyle, and Nelson. Last segment, we did our basketball draft for our current college basketball players and one coach. But now we are transitioning to our pick and then we're going to do some sports series. So, Kyle, one final time today. What's those standings looking like? The pick standings. Let me get to the sheet. Okay, pick standings. Um, first, gentlemen, clap it up for yourselves. Another great week on the boardroom, unanimous picks. Um, we take our first loss of the season, but we went three and one, improved to five and one oh, on the year. Breaking moves, breaking moves. It has finally happened. Officially, 
The Panthers have agreed to terms with head coach Dave Canales. We do not care. He will be the fourth <laughs> coach. We do not care. Nelson, hold on. Nelson and Kyle, didn't we hear for months about how Ben Johnson was a Panther? Yeah, I think he could have been. On his and podcast. He was, he was from North Carolina. Again, He's coming make, home. Yeah, man, you can make any coach you want on Ultimate Team be the head coach. That's a fact. I think. I don't know. I don't who would want to work for Dave Tepper? Just tell me. Who would want to work for I'm not going to respond. Well, not only that, you got you to gotta stick with Bryce Young for like three years. I'm that sorry, sucks. Kyle. I keep getting us off track, but what no. do we got for the pick em? It's yeah, beautiful. It's um, I Like I said, 12-6 and six all time. Uh, pretty respectable. Leaderboard. No movement from last week. Everyone scored the same amount. It's we all scored the, the same. It's womp, lonely at the top. Womp, but womp, womp. It's not that far up there. Connor's in the lead I mean, with 30. it's so lonely at the top. Griggs with 29, and Kyle and Nelson with 28. We're so cool, Kyle. We got yep. to the bottom. We get to the top to make it even better. Yep, that's right. But today, we've already picked two games, Chiefs and the Ravens, and the Lions and the Niners for Chiefs and the Ravens. Me, Griggs, and Connor picked the Chiefs. Nelson picked the Ravens. And then for the Lions and Niners, me, Connor, and Nelson picked the Lions. Griggs picked the Niners. So, not a whole lot of differentiation. But this week, we only have three games on the pick'em. This, this basketball thing, we're going to work out points later. But this week on the pick'em, each game is worth two points. Ooh. I like it. I like Magnifying it. I like the it. effect here. I like it. Um, just to kind of, there's only three games. Well, conference championships, there's a big stakes. Yeah, yeah. Increase the stakes. The last game on the pick'em, Saturday at 2.30 in Starkville, Mississippi. Your Auburn Tigers are favored by three and a half. Connor, what are you going to do? Well, if, uh, we, we discussed last week that uh, I may have forgotten to fill out the analytics pick'em. This week I did not forget, but I waited until the game last night because I was going to see how, what the result in, in Tuscaloosa was last night. We're not going 0-2 this week, but I thought we'd beat Alabama and lose to State. Turns out I was wrong. We're going to lose to Bama. We did lose to Bama. We're going to beat State. We're going to beat them by seven on the road. Unlike Connor, I stand on business. Mm. I picked. Well, that's why that's why you're like 50 behind me in the end. Oh, whoa, yeah. He should only be like three weeks. He should only be out by like seven. Yeah, you're, you're a fraud. Um, <laughs> cope. Uh, I say it on business, and I uh, I take my hits when I take them, but I take my victories wholeheartedly. And this will be a victory again this week for me because I picked Auburn in the board and pickums two days ago before that Alabama uh, basketball game. And I'm still picking the Tigers because I believe in the orange and blue. I believe in the creed. Give me the Tigers. Griggs. You said three and a half? Three and a half. This is a. I made this lineup because they haven't posted lines for this game yet, but it's a Kim Pom number. So. Okay, I'm fine. Because they don't release college basketball to like a date, like yeah. 24 hours before. It's yeah. weird. I, my guess is that's going to be that's very close, close to the line. Yep. Well, my guess will probably be like one and a half. What really scares me about this is A, we nev- we've not played well on the road this year anywhere. This is our third true real game, and our true real game so far, or like I think it's our fourth, actually. We, remember, we're, we won by 30 at our game. I know, but we're, sorry, fifth, sorry, we're two and three. Or two, I don't know, whatever. But oh, Mississippi State just lost two, but I think if this team wants to have aspirations to go past the first weekend of March, I think this one's going to be important. So I'm going to go with the Tigers in this one. And that will make it a boardroom unanimous pick. We only have one this week, but it's a big one for two points. I think it only counts for one in the in the boardroom unanimous. But onward we move. That's the pick for this week. We're going to end the show a little different with a little bit of trivia. Mm. A little sports, a little not. Rent do. Yeah. So the way this <laughs> rent do the the way this is gonna work here, I'm gonna ask a question, and the first person to 
Or like, let's raise our hands. Our, I don't. Let's not yeah, break yeah, the microphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's raise. We don't want to hurt the, the, the people's the two, ears at home. The two people listening are. We we gotta protect. Yeah, their ears. we're gonna protect their ears. Connor, don't look at my uh, laptop screen. He is known to have been cheating. First, before I before I read the question, Kyle is not a planet. That's just a little bit of information you may want to know. The question is, what is the hottest planet in our solar system? Nelson was the first one. Is that Jupiter? Incorrect. Griggs. Would it be Venus? It is Venus. Good job, Griggs. Dang it. It's just like Jeopardy where I get the first shocker, shot. Shocker that the Fortnite kid's good at science. Touch grass. It's great geography to be champion. It's Jeopardy, so uh, Griggs is going to get the questions until he misses. Let's see how many oh. he can go. How many planets are there, Griggs? There are like... eight planets. Wow. What's Bambi's best friend's name? Bambi's best friend's name. Uh, I don't know. I don't mm. know this one. Uh, Connor. Dumbo. You're Dumbo. asking this, you're asking this question to me, Connor, that's, and Nelson. <laughs> that's Thumper. Here's one. Maybe a little more of your speed. Is 18 a prime number? No. 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 Oh, Connor. No, Connor, Connor didn't raise his hand. I thought we were not cheating. Oh, True. that's correct. No. Riggs, I, two I points. Saying, uh, there we go. Oh, Riggs, two points. God. I mean, you were you were asking directly to Griggs, and then you said different one. Oh yes, it is not a prime number. Yeah, it's not a prime number. Yeah, well, he, he got the first one wrong, so it's now. It's okay, we're moving to sports. How, how do I not get that? By the way, you didn't raise, you your, didn't hand. raise your hand. He you didn't, raise, you didn't raise your hand. Follow yeah. the rules. Follow the rules. The rules. That's the rules. Cheater. All right, moving to sports. What American sportscaster was raised in Billings, Montana, and rose to fame as one of the original members of the program, the NFL Today? This man worked for CBS Sports. ESPN and ABC before eventually retiring in January 2017. Griggs. January 2017. I was going to say, um, Ooh, I, I don't know. I've got to guess. Connor. Is it Brent Musburger? Connor's oh. correct. Good oh. guess. You, threw, you, threw, you threw me off on NFL to call. Oh, that threw me the off. The birds stick together. You are looking live. I was going to say, Miss yeah. Catherine Webb. All right. Yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> you got like three minutes. Okay. And here we go. Uh, Connor's yeah. going to get first first pick here. From 2008 to 2012, Nike owned which British sports brand, which features two concentric rob- rhombuses as its logo? Umbro. Correct. Connor's got nice. two. Who would know as that? Well. What, what, what God-fearing American would know about Soccer. a British <laughs> apparel yeah, company? Yeah, I do know that. Um, <laughs> I broke Kyle. Sorry, I mean, guys. yeah, that yeah, was that was He was not expecting to get Umbro. I thought he was, was going to say club or something like that. That would have... Well, I'm reading these these answers, and they're like, not that. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Student Radio, folks. Yep, that's it. Considered by many to be the greatest Texans Rangers player of all time, Ivan Pudge Rodriguez played for the team from 1991 to 2002, primarily at what position? Catcher. Come wow. On. I so mean, easy. that's a Yankees legend. That's what Pudge. I'm saying. I, I was tough mm, to find some up. good ones. Ugh. Honestly, Nolan Ryan, although Nolan Ryan was also a... Okay, here we go. Here's another one. The sports team at Southern Illinois University are named for what Egyptian dog breed, sometimes called Persian Greyhound? Isn't it the Salukis? Oh, it is the Salukis. (laughs) Oh, wow. That was a good one. Connor. I was going to snatch that one. Yep. I had no clue. Okay. See, a lot of these are a lot of these are like just like oh yeah that's obviously okay the video game franchise developed by EA Sports titled NCAA Football last released 2014 RIP had what man's name included in the game's title for its first two iterations this is deep knowledge that's a good question this is deep knowledge I have no idea the NFL was Madden Uh, yep video game franchise first two. I have like a guess, but I don't think it's right. 
He had a video game, but I don't think. Is it Lee Corso? Not Lee Corso. Doug Flutie? Not Doug Flutie. Oh, that's a good one, Nelson. Um, that's a good one. Doug Flutie's a good game. I know Denard Robinson on the cover. He is on the cover. I don't know. Doug Flutie's, I don't know. You miss legend. Bill Walsh. That's bizarre. Uh, Bill. That's bizarre. Uh, He's on the first right. two. Well, we got time for one more, Kyle. Last one. question. The final match of the 1994 World Cup took place at which American sports venue? Bing, ding, 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 ding. Would it be the Los Angeles Coliseum? Incorrect. Is it the Rose Bowl? It's the Rose Bowl. Right city. That's where the opening Long ceremony city. was held. I didn't get oh, that's yeah. Right. This is this is this is a it's scripted. It's a scam. It's a sham. Guys, next time listen, I'll write them out. Listen, listen. it's it's football this on American not, soil. You talk about Griggs and, and Connor got questions right. Nelson didn't. Just just not a great day for the Alabama public school system. I, I uh, <laughs> the elitism in your blood is is just seeping through right now. I was reading us, the questions. Us <laughs> in Alabama are top notch. Okay. Hey. Let's let's just Alabama okay, before, Alabama. before we sign off. Hold on, but it was congrats, Al- congratulations, Alabama and, Alabama and us. Um, congratulations to uh, the uh, the student center and Weagle Studios for keeping the lights on during the whole yeah, show. Yeah, the lights did stay on. Well done. We didn't have a delay of any kind, uh, unlike other uh, uh, hangers and uh, airport <laughs> hangers uh, in this state. We were able to keep the lights on because we do pay the bill. And, yeah, that's going to do it for us. we got to get out of here before we turn the lights off manually. But we'll see you back here next week, same time, same place. Weagle 91.1 FM, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. But until next week, for Connor Greenberg, Kyle Davis, Nelson Early, I'm Grace Wankerberg. This has been The Boardroom on Weagle 91.1 FM. We thank you for listening, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. And War Eagle. Thank you for joining us for this session of The Boardroom on Weagle 91.1 FM. If you missed any of today's show, you can listen back to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks again for listening. We will see you next week, and this meeting of The Boardroom is officially adjourned.